Episode 8, we are live, Prince Huda podcast. Fun fact, I wore number 8 when Prince Huda used to play hockey, so cool little tidbit for today. Big hockey episode, but not just about me. We're recapping NHL All-Star Weekend with the man featured all over NHL All-Star Weekend. You saw him as much as Justin Bieber. You saw him probably as much as Tate McRae, the man to my right, Coach Chippy. How you doing oh, today, don't, sir? Don't flatter me, Prince. I don't think I was featured you? as much as them. I think you were, to be honest. I was I was putting out some content, though, that's for sure. It was a good weekend. It was fun. It was downtown Toronto, NHL All-Star. I ended up getting down there on the Wednesday night and then got home Sunday. So and now wow. it's Wednesday. It feels, it feels like I'm still recovering from it a little bit. But, yeah, it was a good event. I bet. Yeah, the weekend itself, what, just Friday, Saturday, Thursday, but you you took a full five day experience there. And you go yeah. you went to every event there? Uh yeah, I went to all the events. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The Wednesday night we had a little dinner with uh, the other creators. And then on the Thursday there was like a creator skate. So they brought us out to Madison Square Garden there. And then we were doing like little Flip trick, Swaggy P was out there, Zach Bell, Barbs, Coach Jer, Nick the goalie. It was yeah, it was fun. We had the, the mascots row. We did a little filming with some of the mascots, did a couple of little funny skits. The NHL had me mic'd up, so the guy was following me around with the camera. So that was that was on the Thursday, and then after that, we ended up going to the, the draft. We ended up showing up like 30 minutes late for that. Um you got Justin Bieber, Tate McRae doing some of the drafts or whatever. And then that was the Thursday. And then Friday was, what was Friday? What did I get up? Oh, yeah. Thursday Friday was the do, skills comp. I had, to do a, I had to do a video for Cheetos. So I had to go to the fanfare. And that's where all the, like when I went, it was like the red carpet event for all the players. Yeah. Which was kind of work because I had to go film a video at the Cheetos booth. So I kind of hoodied up just in case anyone recognized me. Kind of kept it low key, filmed my video. And then like Matthews is walking by McDavid. And then I'm going in behind the, uh, I guess the back area. And I was like, oh, like this is where all the players are going to walk by. So I'm like, yeah, what if we just chill here and maybe get like a, a Matthews spotting or maybe we can meet Matthews. So then we kind of chilled. We had the, the vlog camera going, so we were like, let's see if we can get him on the vlog. So then, and then it's like, as soon as the players started coming, all the media people kind of came and swarmed, and we weren't really supposed to be there. I, I, don't, I don't think it was closed off, but it wasn't like, it was just like kind of heavily guarded. And then Matthews walked by, didn't get the, get, he didn't even look at me, didn't get a chance to oh. make eye contact. We never make eye contact, oh, yeah. so it, we were close though. I was close to meeting Pappy. And then I'm, and then I'm sitting back, like Austin Alexander came, I was calling him. And we're filming a little vlog. And the next thing you know, someone's yelling, Chippy, Chippy. And I look over, it's Marie-Philippe Poulet. So that was a cool little interaction. I got a photo with her. And then that was the Thursday. Yeah, Thursday was fun. That was like action-packed. Went out for dinner after that. What did I, what, what was Thursday? Oh, yeah, no, Thursday I was the draft. I have, No, the... I had to go back and film. I had to go back and film or like edit the video that I filmed. So that took me like three hours. And then the next morning I had to crank it, get it up. And then I went over to this EA event. They were doing like a live stream NHL 24 
little things. So I went over and played some EA. Um, then Benny and I went to the old spaghetti factory, Dynamite. We were just pounded. I had, I had food for like all day pretty much. It was like 3 o'clock. So we went to the spaghetti factory and just mocked up. They get free bread. I was like the guy. I was just like, keep bringing it out. Keep bringing it out. The garlic butter. Just and then bread I, all day. Oh, dude. And then I got the salad. You get like a salad. You get the pasta. The pasta. Yeah, we were mucking. And then, and then we were joking around. The guy brought the, the, the cheese and he just, I was just like, keep going. Oh, the and I'd like, I'd like, like... I started eating it. And the guy brought it to the next table next door. I'm like, I wave him down again. Give me some more of that cheese. Because I just saw a skit um, where someone did like, it was just like the, the mountain of cheese with the, it was hilarious. So yeah. Then what happened? Oh yeah. And then we, I had to get my skate sharpened because I was going to be playing in the game on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up my like Ben ends up like finding a guy, and I was like, "Oh, okay, it's just outside the city." I remember I called you when we were on our way there. Yeah, I was like, yeah. We got it. We got it. I was like, "I gotta get these skates sharpened for tomorrow." And Benny takes me out like twenty five minutes. Like we have to come back for the like the skills competition. It's like six o'clock at this point. Games at seven or the skills comps at seven, and we end up pulling up to a guy's house. I'm thinking we're going to like a pro shop. What the? So I'm like, Benny, where did you just take me? We're, I'm getting my skate sharpened at someone's house. Like, so the guy comes out. I guess he has a little Dropbox. He has a little like skate sharper in the back garage or whatever. I'm like, Benny, what is going on right now? What? And so I draw my skates off. Guys, like, we'll get them done in like 10 minutes. So we were waiting there. And he didn't, he didn't know who I was. Like, he didn't recognize me. I was like, um, and then I was, and, then, and I guess he's like, oh, just tell me your name. So then he comes out. He's like, oh my gosh, my, my son's a big fan. He goes to, <laughs> I guess he plays hockey at one of like the universities or like at Western or something like that. So he ended up hooking up the skate sharpening for free. And oh, I gave him a hat. Nice. Yeah, I gave him a hat. And that was an experience. I was like, Benny, holy. The skate sharpening was amazing. We were, jets were sharp. But then we made it to the skills competition after that. Yeah. And that was, that was fun. fun. You, were, you were there. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, it was we, the – we didn't get to chill much, but that was fun for the first little bit. Uh for me, the skills comp was like, because I'd like seen, you know, Leaf games, but I've never seen like this many all-star caliber players in the rink at the same time. So like when we we're watching McDavid do the fastest skater, I was like, holy, like these is like, this is the top of the food chain because the Leafs got some good players, but this is like top of the top. So that was really Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Barzell's quick too. I didn't realize like him and McDavid are pretty much neck and neck, like. 1A1 yeah, Barzell was a late addition too, because uh, Hughes got hurt. So we put yeah. him on Team Chippy, and he ended up being one of your one of your strongest performers. Oh, oh the night. we haven't talked about that. Who won the Who won the event, baby? Million uh, dollar cash. Team Chippy won the well. Team Chip Chippy's players won, won a million dollars. We didn't bet you know, on that. Should, one, some but, of it yeah. should have went to Chip because I've been training McDavid since he was twelve. Mm-hmm. So some of that should have gone to me. Yeah, we did a six round draft, but you really just needed one guy, McDavid, first pick, and then you know I, I had can't McKinnon. believe you, you have you have first pick. You have first pick, but you I can't believe you didn't pick him. I just you know the way McKinnon's been playing this year, I thought you know this was it. Uh, McCarr came close, who I had in the next round, but man, I took the Leafs, which was a bad no, idea. I knew, I knew it was no. Debo. I knew it was Debo. So yeah, he yeah, won. Fortunately, then... we got to watch like it it live. If I saw that on TV and I wasn't next to you, I probably would have been turned it off and been angry. So. Yeah, and then we were as we're up there, we're in section three hundo. 
I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting barked at by some people behind me. Like I guess they knew who I was. Had some pops, and then next thing you know, there's police officers. Someone's strangleholding yeah. someone in the stands. Yeah, and I'm looking that. back. I'm like, this is entertainment right now, and that was insane. Like Dude, I don't the even guy know had happened. a chokehold. I think there was like, yeah, Benny what? was saying that one of the guys put him in like a sleeper hold. I'm like, what? Why are you putting someone in a sleeper hold at the skills competition? At the NHL skills comp on Friday. Like, what happened? Half the people there are like 12 years old, and this guy's <laughs> up there putting guys in chokeholds. Police is now doing an investigation behind us, like coming into into the into the row, like asking what happened. Yeah, I was like, that's insane. Um, and then what you went, you had to dip out a little early because you had an event. Well, just so hard because it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, one more thing on that. I just thought it was so crazy because it's like the skills comps going down on the ice. You got the fight going on behind us. And in the midst of all that, oh, coach chipping, can you sign my stick? Can you sign my game? Like there's yeah, so the many kids, things going kids on. At coming once. In, so coming, coming in on the row. I'm pissing off the people. Yeah. Like, kids are just walking our row. Like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, they didn't yeah. even, no, no, uh, excuse me, Prince, can I talk to you? Just boom, right by me, sign this, sign boom, that. Boom, yeah, see you later, Prince, sign it, sign yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. No, that, that was fun. I, and... Yeah, that was Go. that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I had to dip out early. I went to All-Star Party, which was super cool. Um, That was fun. It was at, like, uh, uh, Liberty Grand, which was a cool spot. It was, like, a wedding hall. I'd never been to, like, one of these, like, you know, like sponsored party kind of things. You know, Prince is still very new to this game and these these levels of uh, stardom, if you will. So it was pretty cool to see that. We did some media, shot some content. But it, it was really funny because, um, well, here's a funny story. So Kid Leroy was like the special guest performer for the night. And no one knew that going in. And he has that song with uh, Bieber. I forgot what it's called. But it's like, I do the same. Do, 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 do. Like that song, right? Yeah, it's a banger, dude. That's a banger. It's a great song. So he comes out, and again, pardon my ignorance, he was wearing a Drew hat. He was wearing a blue all-star jersey. So the same outfit that Justin Bieber wore the day before when he performed, I think, at History, and he came out to that song. So we all start freaking out, like, is that Justin Bieber? Is that Justin Bieber? And for, like, two minutes, I was like, oh, my God, that's Justin Bieber. And then someone goes, you know, Prince, like, that's not Justin Bieber. That's Kid Leroy. And Kid Leroy's cool, but like I was under the impression for two minutes that I'm watching Justin Bieber and I was just blown away. But it yeah, was the Beep Justin Show. Bieber. He looks like Beep Show, but it's not Beep yeah. Show. And he's wearing the I, same I do thing. like Kid Leroy, but it's not Beep. It's not Beep Show in Toronto. No. It's not the Beep Show. The no, Beep it's Show. Not. I couldn't it's not believe Beep. all the all the TikToks of Bieber doing his first performance. I was supposed to be there. Someone like invited me to go. And really? then I had to I had to edit the I had to edit the video so I didn't get a chance to go out. I was so tired. And I was like, man, I would have been at that live performance. First live performance in two years. That would have been lit. But I was in there. Yeah, that's grinding. why we all thought the it was. The grind don't Bieber. stop, Prince. The grind don't stop, oh, Prince. Of course. I of course I, you see, well, here, I'll show you. I'll show you right here. I was uh, not there for fun. I was there as a media person. So grind don't stop for Prince either. We were working. We're working away, getting some content, getting some interviews. Should be out soon with uh, Sports Interaction. But yeah, that was a that was a fun night. I got to meet Chris Pronger, which was cool. He's a giant. Prongs. Like yeah, that guy boy, is man. a big boy. It was really funny because what was um, he like? He was pretty cool. Like he he didn't drink, so he was very like calm, very cool. Like he was doing his thing. Like he's a brand ambassador, right? So he was there meeting some people. But he's like he's just chatting and like we were talking about All Star being like. 
we talked about Kucherov, how Kucherov just didn't try. He's like, yeah, Kucherov's probably just thinking about where the bar is next. Like, he's not trying. And no, I he's heard some I guys. Heard... There's a reason oh, yeah. why I think he wasn't trying. Because that? That, sa- that same day, they announced that Four Nations Cup, and it didn't include oh, yes. Russia. Mm-hmm. And it could have been a little bit of animosity from Kucherov that first of all they can't be in the, they're not in the, they're not in the Olympics and they're not in no. that Nations Cup and he's a lead leaguer like the lead leading lead league leader leader in points so he's probably like a little bit of a boycott of the event or maybe potentially yeah i mean that's fair i think also like just the fact that you know some guys like the young guys you saw trying really hard in the skills comp right but like you know, some of the older guys, you know, they've been here before. Kucherov's he's won a few rings, some scoring titles. Like, he's done his thing, right? So this is like, you know, I'm just here. I got to do this event. I'm going to... I think he phoned it in, but it was pretty funny. He was like, you know, come on, let me hear you. Like, he was he was really egging on the crowd there and playing the, uh, the heel role pretty well. So as much as he didn't try, he was kind of, you know, making up for it with the with the theatrics of it all. Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. So what else? You, all, you, met, a, you met a couple other people at that party, right? Yeah, well, funny story about Pronger. So he's just doing the rounds, talking to people. He's dressed like really well. He's in a nice, uh, you know, blazer, button-down shirt, dress pants. He's got his glasses on. And um, I was with my friend Sarah, and so we both talked to Chris Pronger, right? And then uh, later in the night, Sarah was like, uh, she didn't know it was Chris Pronger. So she's like, when is that uh, Pronger guy coming? I was like, what do you mean? We talked to him earlier. She's like, wait, Chris? Chris was that was Chris Pronger. I'm like, yeah, like that's the gold medalist NHL champion. She's like, I thought he just worked for uh sports interaction, like accounting or something, because he was no dressed so way. well in like that's the suit hilarious. and all that. So she's like, I'm like, yeah, we met him. He's over there. That's hilarious. That was pretty funny. So she's like, Yeah, we met him. I had absolutely no idea who that was. So that was pretty funny because he was dressed, he was dressed to the nines, he was so calm, super cool. So very cool. Shout out Pronger. And then Drysidle was there too. He was he's beauty. He seemed to yeah, uh, talk to him for a bit. Yeah, he had like these super dope shoes on. So that was that was the intro, you know, like, you don't want, oh, my God, I'm such a big fan. Can I get, a, you know, nice shoes, brother. Yeah, show where'd you get those shoes. I like that. That's yeah. a good line. Bring it, bring him to the room, bring him to the room, a little point something out on his what he's wearing. I like that. That's a good intro. Yeah. And they were dope shoes, but it's like people love talking about themselves. Right. So it's like, oh, where'd you yeah. get? we're just talking about shoes, talking about the skills comp, because he literally said he came from the skills comp. So that was cool. Um, we were just chilling, and then uh, you know, he said, uh, he said he's seen the content. He said you're doing a great job. So I was like, huge, because uh, oh, that was big, big plug. That was big, big plug from Dry Sidle, eh? That was big. That was big. Shout yeah, out, that's, shout that's out, Leo. Dope. How long was he there? Yeah, How was, long was he for? Uh, he was there for a little bit. I think an hour, hour and a half. Like, because I think the the game the next day was at three, which was odd. I'm shocked they didn't put All Star Game on a on a Saturday night, and they put it Saturday afternoon. So. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it because I was like, it gave us time to like reconvene after, and I ended up like going back to the hotel, like just chilling for a second. Then I went out. There was this Nelly Furtado concert, I guess, Ooh. on the Saturday night. I didn't even know what we were walking into. The NHL had hooked the hooked it up with like an event, and I was like, oh, I thought it was just gonna be like a crater dinner, like wrapping up the weekend. But we go in, it's like huge venue, like M, like it's right by the CN Tower there. So yeah. it was, we walking in, I'm like, yo, this is lit. Like there's tons of people here. And then they had like, it was like catered. So they had like a t- taste of Italy, taste of India, 
taste of Greek. Uh, we were just pounding Ooh. food, dude. It was so good. Yeah. And then Swag, I met up with Swaggy P. That guy's an electric factory. He's we were just dancing the whole time. Like we went up, we were just <laughs> flowing, dude. Like we took over that dance floor and it was unreal. We'd stayed for the whole till the 10:30. It was over. But yeah, sweat shout out to Swaggy P. Just a beauty. Like biggest beauty. We were just him and I and OJ Ben. We were just dancing. And what I'm saying, oh. when you're dancing on the at the play, like you like all eyes are on you and you bring people in. So Swaggy's over here just making eye contact, just pointing at people, getting them engaged. Now they start <laughs> dancing. I'm telling you, you have to be the one dancing. If you're going out, you got to be letting it flow. You don't want to be one sitting there watching other people. That's not where you want to be when you're out. You no. got to be the people having fun. And then everyone, you attract the people like a magnet. So people were just coming over just to start dancing. It was a vibe. I'm like, that is how you do it right there. So shout out to Swaggy P. We were flowing. Like when I say That's we were dope. flowing – the dance moves were just, pop, pop, pop. yeah, it was super fun. And it's fun when you're dancing. It's just t- tough because sometimes you're like, you know, you're shelled in. You're like, do I dance? No one else is dancing. But if you just start dancing, people will start dancing. And it's how you go out. You have to go out. You have to have fun when you go out. You don't need anyone else to have fun. You got to fun yourself with your crew. So that was fun. That was That's a Saturday. Really cool. But I kind of skipped yeah, I feel like- Saturday a little bit. Real? I th- you didn't go out Saturday night? No, I skipped what happened during the day. We went straight to Saturday Oh, I night. see, I see. So we're, Yeah, we're the on creator Friday. game. Let's talk about the creator game. Yeah, so that was unreal. We had, like They announced it like kind of a month before. I was getting like, oh, there's this creator skate or whatever. And so I was like, man, I got to start like training for this. It didn't end up training. Did not end up training. Had <laughs> no cardio. That was the biggest issue. But game one, it was I had Swaggy P on my team on the bench, boys. Mike Ricci. Um, who else? Am I missing somebody? We had five guys. Oh, Waps, Waps. We had Waps, okay. uh, in net. So we ended up playing against Coach Jair's team and Zach Bell first oh, game. Oh, he's on different team. Right, yeah, he's on different team. So I go out. I so I got my skate sharp and I'm feeling good. I'm like, this is you know, it's getting pretty packed. There's some bleachers. People are all around. It's game one, first game of the day, first game of the tourney of this inaugural creator cop or whatever it was the first time the nhl has ever done it for the creators so nathan phillips square uh, we walk in it's unreal they got like it's all gated off it's it's just a really cool setup they put the boards up around nathan phillips too and you know the crowds buzz in everyone's out and then game so game one puck drops there's like half this half the ice is like shade and half of it's like sun the sun's beating it's bluebird day um so it was like 30 seconds in I get the puck, Swaggy P pass it to me in my corner, and then I'm like, "All right, it's time for it's time for Chip to shine right now." <laughs> I put on the burners, blast up the left wing. Coach Jairs kind of try to keep me to the outside. I make one little stutter step, kind of just drop my shoulder, and then he, he did a pretty good job keeping the outside. But then I went from backhand to forehand, and just like it was all flow. I wasn't even thinking. I just turned shoot this thing barred down first shot of the game 30 mm-hmm. seconds in and i don't even do a celly i just put in the holster just keep it all business and that clip kind of went viral on online I, yeah i saw that drake was liking it drake liked the clip oh it he was, did drake liked the clip yeah so drake was tapped in 
Coach Chippy put one under the bar. No Sally. And yeah, that was unreal. That was like the highlight of my day. Just walking Jer, putting it under the bar ski. Um, we ended up winning game one. Uh, Swaggy P is a nightmare to play against. We just passed it up to him and he would go in and like, he was doing like the Zorro move, like lacrosse goals, like mid game. Yeah, like, I, saw, I, I saw understand this guy. He's so nasty. So we ended up winning the first game, kind of just trampled all over him. But the next game, it was a wait. So we had to wait for that, the, the other two teams to play. And then there was like a skills comp. So they did a flood before the skills comp. And then the finals was going to be after. So, yeah. So I got, you know, we got like all the beauties out there. Barbs, always hockey, swaggy. They're all doing like, you know, it's, it's, this is their time to shine. So, you know what? I was like, I got to go first here because they're going to start doing these Zoro moves. I don't have those in my bag. I right. know I could have in the bag. I just have practiced them. So I was like, let me just do it. Let me just kind of get it. So Hillary Knight's judging. There was a couple other judges. Um, and a kickball dad. So I'm just, let me just get started with Let me just keep the puck on the ice. And just let me just bury one. You know, I did a little pump fake left, right. Buried it. Uh, and then these guys start doing these, these Zorro moves. Start going, like doing some crazy stuff. And then I'm kind of like, I knew I had a little bit of this Michigan in my bag. But like. I'd never done it ever really performed it on a tender and actually scored. So I go to the other end. I'm like, kind of, I was kind of trying it with Jer. I was like, should I just pull, I'm going to pull this out. And then, so I go to the other end. I was like, and, and these boys are just like jam sessioning and they're all, all the guys that are nasty with it, just keep going and they don't let anyone else go kind of thing. So I'm like, oh, that's the you word. don't really have a lot of time. You don't really have a lot of chances. So it's like, I was like, all right, boys, I'm like, let, let me in, let Chip be in here. Let me have a go here. Um, and I do a lot. I start off on the left side. And I was like, all right, this is all flow. I'm going to try to try this move out, you know, get the stick up, do a little spin. It just everything aligned in that moment. I'd never done it in my life before. It's not the hardest move, but like under pressure when everyone's watching you, you got Hillary Knight there, like judging the judges. It's downtown Toronto outdoor. Pull this thing out, goes to top shelf. Crowd goes crazy. Gave him, Chippy just gave him a little salute to the crowd. Ooh, 10 out of 10. That clip went that clip went viral too. Um but yeah, that was the Crater Skate was unreal. So that that was the shootout event. And then the finals came up and it got nasty. The finals, the finals got a little nasty. Was there hitting in this stuff or like I saw the you clip would, you getting chipped? You would you would have yeah, you would think there was hitting because yeah, like they're they were definitely more skilled. Like they had like three like trainers. Uh we were a little bit uh you know, our team wasn't matching up as well against them, but it was pretty tight. Like we kept it pretty tight. It was pretty chippy. Like there was no room to skate. I took a couple shinners in the first like period. So I was getting a little bit heated. You know, I'm mm. like, all right, so that's how we're playing. Like full on, like wrapping me up every time. Like they weren't letting me go. So like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, right, if that's how we're going to play, that's how we're going to play. So Swaggy P was taking some shinners too. So he starts throwing the weight around. Um, some cross checks are being thrown. I'm getting in the corner. It's getting nasty. And, um, yeah, I end up, felt bad. I ended up just shinning his hockey so hard. Like he tried to cut middle. I was just, you know, one of those ones where I'm just a little bit kind of pissed off with how the game's going. And I just try yeah. to take, I try to just like slash a stick pretty hard. Like I tried to just, just like shut lie. it down. Completely missed, completely missed the stick and just shin him so hard. He didn't even hesitate, but I'm like, I just caught him right on the shin. No shin guard. I felt bad after, but he was a good sport about it. But 
yeah, we're joking after the game. I'm like, yeah, you're going to go home and be like, yo, Chippy's a psycho. Like this guy just, just slashed me so hard. But my, my, I had, I had purple shins too. So, um, Jacob R down had, was bleeding through. It, it was just a, it was a oh, war. The final game was a war for sure. We ended up losing, but it was a tight game. Yeah. That was the crater game. The crater game got a little chippy at that's the end dope. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's what you want, right? Like I, I remember I came a little bit earlier and I was like, Hey, like these guys are playing pretty, you know, it's three on three. It's pretty civil, but it just takes one, one slash, one whack, one little hit before it's like, okay, now we're turning it up a level. And so it seems like that's when it turned up another level. Oh, it turned up a level for sure. Like and my cardio did like, I'm starting to run today. I'm going to go for a run, but my cardio Ooh. just wasn't there. If I had cardio, it would have been a different story. I was just so gassed. We played two 10-minute periods, no subs. Like, they should have, like, done, like, six-minute periods, like, 20 minutes straight. Like, it was insane. Like, yeah, I was, we were gassed. Everyone was gassed. Like, no subs. Like, maybe one person subbing. But, yeah, it was awesome. It was super dope. The NHL, I spent, Naylor from the NHL spent, like, eight months preparing it. So, it was cool to see it come to fruition for him. And yeah, it was definitely a success. I want to do more like outdoor rink takeover stuff. I think that would be pretty sweet. Um, and yeah, but the night before the Friday night, went out to the, the Paris, Texas there. I don't go out. Ooh. Chippy doesn't go out a lot. I'm not going, I'm not, not going the to these clubs. I don't, and I don't do this often, but Austin um, had a plug at Paris, Texas. So he got us in the kind of the back door or whatever. Um, and it was a cool little party, but I didn't like, like, I know, like, I make a lot of videos online, and they do, like, I just didn't realize the extent of the recognition that I was going to get at this place. Like, I could not, like, I love it. I love it. It's dope meeting yeah. people, but I just, like, it was insane. Like, chippy. Like, I'm, I'm trying to walk. I'm trying to walk to the other side of this bar, and I couldn't, like, couldn't move. Like, it was super dope just seeing that kind of meeting people in person when you make these videos online. But, yeah, that was, like, insanity. Like it was, it was super awesome, but that was the Friday night. I couldn't stay out too late because we had a game to get up and play at 11 a.m. But I was drinking waters. Yeah, Chippy doesn't drink, so I was on the waters at the at this place. Um, and I feel like you kind of have to be. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be on your p's and q's when you go out to these clubs and these different things. Like drinking a nice little water. Uh, got to meet some people. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Met some cool people. That's cool. I feel like you're right. Like at your level of like, I guess stardom, right? It's like very hard. I would to... say stardom. I would say stardom. Well, what do you want like, me to what? What? When I guess when you when you're publicly recognized, like you don't want to represent yourself. Fame. In a it, it's fame, way. right? Like you don't. Yeah, because you don't want to be in a state where you don't remember or you do something that you don't feel super in control of. Because like, yeah, everyone knows who you are. So it's oh, Coach Chippy did this or did that. There's definitely a lot of eyes right? on it's me. Like, yeah, yeah, you gotta be like just even at that place. So like, oh yeah, I'm just walking around with the water, H two O's, talking to people, trying to represent myself in a good manner, uh, just be a good person. It's pretty easy to do that when you are in a sober state of mind. So yeah, it was cool just having some conversations. Um, but I don't, I don't go out a lot, so it's like the music's loud. But you, got, I mean, you got to be dancing, like you got to be having fun if you're going out. So um, yeah, it was super dope. Austin Alexander was out with us, and he's a beauty, man super good guy so it was uh it was definitely a, it was definitely a time on that saturday night for sure that's dope saturday or friday you went out or both that was friday and then saturday friday. we went 
And then I met up with my boy, Schmitty. Shout out to Schmitty and Blarg. Um, they're big, like big, big on YouTube gamers. So I was going to we say, not the, not the previous Schmitty we knew. No, no, Schmitty. So we, we, we linked up. We went to a nice like Japanese restaurant. And then after they took us to this insane, like, what's called like, Au revoir. I don't even know what it was. It was like it was like a secret door to get into this bar. Like it was like you walk in, but then you have there's like a they take this this girl comes and takes you to like this room, and then there's like a secret door. You gotta like it was like it was like a lore. Like you gotta get into this back, oh. dude. It was sweet, and there's like a magic like a like a magic room at the back. So if someone comes up and says, "Do you want to see a magic sh- trick or something?" You have to say yes, and then they bring you in this yo it was insane like i've never been to a place like that it was definitely an experience um that was where sartaj told me about that place one time he said it and i was like probably it's like champagne they're like champagne everywhere and then it was crazy that was crazy crazy. were they good magic tricks or like phoning it in yeah like i was i was insane i was challenging a little bit so he was like the slate of hand stuff so yeah it was definitely it was definitely pretty cool i was trying to figure it out but um, it was definitely awesome. Hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah. But that is that like a like a stuff like that for you? Like a you no, know, holy crap! Like you know, I started making videos in my room like two years ago, and here we are. Like, is it? Do you ever have those moments? Like, this is so cool. Like, this is me living my dream. Or do you kind of not think about it like that? Not like stuff like that. Like, I don't even know if I overly love like the like events and stuff. Like for me, like I just want to be at the studio making music. Like, right. I think it's just like creating. I think it's creating is really what I like to do and what I enjoy most. Like it's dope going out like to these events and, you know, like partying. But like, for me, like I would just rather be at the studio making songs or making music, just like creating something. Like, like that's really what I like to do. Making videos. It was nice being around people and just like being around energy and, uh, I think I need to do that more, like getting out and just being around people more. Uh, but for the most part, I do just like creating. Like I don't really think about anything other than that. Like I'm not like sitting here like, oh, like we've made it. Like definitely have not made it. Like it's just right. still still kind of grinding, still trying to figure out what I actually want to do. I think that's the biggest thing is like um, – yeah, like what? What is it that I actually want to do? I think I still haven't figured that out. Like, obviously, I'm making these videos. I'm trying to start a brand. Where do I want to take the brand? What do I like actually want to do? Like, do I want to travel? Do I want to, you know, move to Toronto? Do I want to move to Miami? Where do I want to be? Where do I want to be located? Um, and pretty much, what do I want to do every single day? Like, what's what's going to bring me uh, purpose and, and meaning? And I think that's still where I'm at. Still trying to figure that out. I think taking care of my body more and focusing more on health and I think that will be a big, big uh, focus for me this year. It's just what I'm eating um, is probably the biggest one, just like eating better foods. Because when you're out at these places, you're you're eating out all the time. Oh, yeah. And that food is so like it's inflaming. It affects your mood. It affects, yeah, like everything about your life. So, yeah, that's definitely a big goal of mine is to, you know, run eat better and work out and focus on focus on the figure a little bit yeah i feel like about you well just to like jump on that like that's i feel like that's kind of contributed to why 
you're so, um, you know, far in your field this quickly because you're not outcome driven, focused on achieving this many views or being invited to these events. Like you just like doing it and like your passion and enjoyment of making the content has led to these, you know, positive outcomes. But even the fact that you're like, you know, that's not even what my end goal is. I think that's why you've gotten to this point you've had so far because, you know, as you know, as, as, as silly as it sounds like you're not thinking too much like you're literally just like hey this is what i like doing and it's turned into yeah. this but then you have this future goal that you haven't even got to yet and that's i think why like coach chippy's stock is like it's not plateauing yet it's just it's just it's just it's just growing yeah i think that's that's interesting like observation it is like not it has just been creating like i've realized if i just keep creating things will just keep happening and like that's mm-hmm. all i focus on is the creation and i know things will just happen from that. Like if I just keep doing what I love to do and keep making people laugh, trying to make people smile, things will just like, you just, you're like a magnet. Things will just come to you. So like, I'm not trying to force myself to be at an NHL event. Like, you know, they're reaching out to me and I'm going to these events. So it's like, um, as you keep creating, as you keep focusing on your path and not trying to, you know, be someone that you're not or try to like, you want to be like, the biggest thing is like, you want to be, feel like you're, um, welcomed at an event like i think that's the biggest one like i don't want to go force myself into a room i'm not supposed to be in like to go meet somebody you know like i want to be i want to get to the point where i'm welcomed into the room not just like oh i'm trying to go force myself to go meet somebody that doesn't even like you know what i mean like i don't want to be um you know like like it'd be dope to meet justin bieber but i'm not trying to force myself into a room with justin bieber to get some content you know like i think it's like I'd rather be respected by Justin Bieber and like in the room and like he he's like respects what I do and respects kind of that side of it. So I think the biggest thing is not trying to force yourself into these things that you think you want to happen, but to just, you know, keep doing you, keep working and then you're going to get that respect from other people that see oh this he's just dedicated to his craft and just trying to create or whatever that is cuz at the end of the day all we are is creators. Um and there's definitely people I respect. So they're out here creating. I'm like, you just respect them more. You're like, holy crap, you've affected my life. You've inspired me. And, you know, you get that respect from people. But I think it's really just being so dedicated to your craft that you will eventually get recognized. So if you're not getting recognized right now, just keep, like, keep putting that work in. Stay consistent with whatever it is that you're doing. And the recognition will come. It may not come right now, but as you keep, you know, working, um, there's only one way. It's only one way for things to happen if you keep putting that work, and you're only going to go up that way. But it's also remembering that there's also down. So you got to remember how to get back down too. And I made a song about that. Like as you climb your way up, don't forget how to get back down, because balance is where the peace is found. Ooh. So that was this. That was those were the song lyrics. But yeah, like because like oh, I've been saying like up only now. I want to go up, 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 up. But then there's only one way to go when you're up. You know, it's down. So. Right. Don't get too don't get too up. Don't get too high because you could be humbled real quick. And I think it's staying true to the soul. And yeah, I've been making a lot of songs about just like my experiences just with trying to find out f- trying to find the soul, trying to follow the soul. I think you get tested a lot, um, especially in this entertainment space. It's very um numbers driven and it's very consumer driven. So you get tested a lot in this space. And I think um, just remaining true to kind of what you believe in is the most important thing. 
because you don't want to do something that doesn't align with uh with your soul because yeah it will it can affect your health it will it will affect you um so yeah that's been kind of some some things i'm discovering along this just journey being in the entertainment space that not everything is sunshine and rainbows uh some of it's really tests your uh your spirit and your soul and um i think for me it's helped just like making lyric making more songs uh poems about my experiences of dealing with some of this stuff as i navigate um yeah a couple years ago i just didn't care about anything so now it's it's i'm in a different spot in life where it's like you know things are starting to happen and things are starting to line up and there's not more to lose but you know what i'm saying when there was nothing to lose and you're back against the wall and you didn't know what you wanted to do and you didn't even know if you wanted to be here to then you know you have some stuff you know going your way and it's you're being uh, successful successful um you know it's it's easy to kind of get lost in that sauce and you know trying to chase more of that success whereas like when i started there was just nothing there's no there was no um nothing holding me back it was no fear it was there's no i don't have anything so i got to go get it and now as you start you know climbing your way up and you start getting things it's like is that even really what i wanted you thought you wanted that when you were down there but now it's like as you start to get it you're like ah that's not really it either um and i think some of those things i'm starting to discover is like you got to just stay true to you know what your your why why did you start doing it in the first place and always coming back to that because yeah you could definitely get lost in the sauce um with the the success or the so-called success that people think you know if you have a lot of followers you're successful but that's just so not true and um followers doesn't doesn't mean positive mental health that's for sure and views does not lead to positive mental health there's a lot of like things that people think oh you know, you get all the followers, oh, you're getting brand deals. Like it's um, some of this stuff really does affect your mental health. And uh, yeah, I've been starting to kind of realize that and trying to navigate that and get back to the kind of the root of why I even started doing this stuff in the first place. So yeah, it's been, it's been definitely been a insightful six months or so of navigating this kind of space and, and seeing some success and trying to you know, inspire other people to just to create. That's really why I'm, why I'm here is to just inspire other people to just, you know, not to think too much and to flow and to create. And, you know, the money doesn't matter. Being at these events doesn't really, not that it doesn't matter. I don't want to say like, oh, it doesn't matter, but like, it's obviously nice to be recognized and, you know, be able to go out to these events. But really for the, for the, for the bigger picture, it's trying to get other people to create and um, free their minds. It's really the goal of this whole thing that i'm doing so i appreciate you giving the platform just to speak there no that was appreciate you that was great place. like i think um like i've told you before that you inspired like me making videos because even before coach chippy there were so many iterations of what you were doing mm -hmm. and i know i don't know if a lot of people know that like you know coach chippy wasn't the first idea there were so many you know there's chips and crypto chippy man like there's a couple different things and yeah. so that's kind of when I yeah. saw and I was like, hey, this guy's just doing it. You know what I mean? And to see you at the level you are now, I've told you this before. I guess I'll tell you again on there. I'm proud to know you and to see how far you've come since we, you know, first met in the version that I knew of you versus the version. Now yeah. it's, it's nuts. And it still blows me away when we go to these things and like we're at the skills comp 
and you know the friggin <laughs> top 12 players in the nhl are on the ice but more people are you know interested in the guy sitting in their section being you versus the actual thing on the ice so that always blows me away yeah i appreciate that yeah i do like, i think it, for me it was just finding finding the soul dude i think i was i was so lost i didn't know who i was and it was um just that was almost that was my wor- own worst enemy didn't wasn't just wasn't internally um healed from things or yeah and i think for me it was like once i found kind of the soul and found the purpose there was nothing going to stop that there was nothing going to stop whatever the whatever it was that i was creating there was going to be no fear there's going to be no judgment from anyone else that could stop me from doing what i'm doing and i think that really opened up the creativity really opened up me just to be me and i think um, it's helped with the creation and now it's just trying to figure out where to go with it, like higher production videos. How can I uh, make better videos? How can I, you know, make better songs? How can I um, just improve what I'm building right now? And man, there's just, there's no, there's no final goal. Like I'm realizing there's no like end goal. What's the end goal? Like, it's just like, cause you're always going to want more if it's material things. Uh, but the spiritual, the spiritual win is just when people do come up to you and you have those connections and you have conversations and you meet someone and they, and you have a cool conversation. Like those are the, like, that's really what you want to do. That's why we go out. That's why everyone goes out. They go out at night to go meet people and talk to people and connect with people. I think that's really what we desire most. Just human interaction, a human connection, I think is probably better than any material thing that you could have. So um, obviously having, you know, money to be able to do things and uh, travel and do that kind of stuff. It's needed, but for the most part, like, you know, just throw me in a crowd, a group of people that's having a good time and let's, let's play some music. Let's freestyle. Like that's really the, what, what I feel like doing on this earth is, you know, you call me a hippie. I'm a little bit of a hippie, hippie chippy, but Ooh, yeah, I love the, yeah. Hippie chippy. That might be my stage name. It could work. Chippy. That's an album title. And coming up next, Hippie Chippy. We'll see. But yeah, the studio. We've been in the studio a lot, so that's definitely been yeah, where I, I feel the most free and the most um, alive is when I'm just like listening to a beat, playing some music, writing some lyrics to it, expressing myself. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that's what we're here to do. Yeah. That's the question, man. That's what we're doing right now. What people like are people people are just listening to us, like yeah. I think this might be the most like impactful episode so far because you really kind of broke down your philosophy on all this, which I don't think a lot of people know. And like you said, many people may see you at these events and you know, meeting all these people and think, Oh, this guy's this guy's where he wants to be, he's living the dream, he's living all this, but that may not necessarily be your dream, that may be their dream. And so the fact that you're able to communicate, you know, that, you know, these events and meeting these players and, you know, having these people comment like my videos, that doesn't define me. What defines me is what I'm able to put into the world and how I'm able to express myself. So I love that. Yeah. He put it in words great there. Like it is, that's how I feel about it is like, I don't feel like I'm like, I've been successful. Like, I don't feel like I'm like even remotely close to what I can accomplish. And I think there's a lot, a lot of things that I still need to do um, 
to improve my improve myself like definitely a lot of internal work like definitely uh, you know be a better friend be a better person uh, have my energy in a better spot for more of the day still wake up and feel um, lost a lot of the days like I don't even know like I was just like trying to find that purpose when you wake up I think a routine definitely is needed like when you're like self-employed or an entrepreneur there's no one telling you to get up there's no one telling you to go do things um, and you're alone a lot of the times so it's definitely a different um, different thing than I because I worked a nine to five I worked a corporate job like I know that there is a lot of structure and being around people you show up and you have coworkers to talk to um, there's definitely a lot of things that you miss when you're you know running your own business and um, you're not around as many people so it's like hard to get human interaction sometimes when you're just like chilling at home, uh, responding to emails. There's a lot of Zoom calls now. So it's like when you actually get out and around people, I think that's definitely something I look forward to doing more and more collaborations, YouTube, like videos where it's more just me, not necessarily me acting, but just me like, you know, hosting things and um I definitely think, yeah, collaborating more in person with people is like my goal for sure. Just being around the energy and um, that's definitely going to happen this year for sure. And YouTube, we had a sweet YouTube video we had filmed there. Shout out to Quinn. Shout Came out, out. Quinn. We're making bangers, man. We're going to make some bangers this year. I'm super excited just to be around other people, other people creating. And there, I have so many ideas it's just about being able to bring the ideas to life and having a team that's able to do so. So team, team is huge, bro. You can't do this stuff by yourself. And pretty much what I've done so far has, has just been, has just been me. Like I've been filming everything, editing everything, putting it up. And that's why I think I don't feel as fulfilled because everything I've done has just been me. You know what I mean? It's not fun when you're not sharing it with other people necessarily. Like I'm just by myself coming up with the idea, filming the idea, posting the idea every day. Um, and when I'm not like collaborating with people or being able to share that with people, I think is um, why I don't feel as successful as I could have, like as I would be if I was sharing it with other people and collaborating with more people. So like, this is a win us just collaborating right now and doing more of that and winning with other people is definitely way more fun for sure. Like it helps like reignite at least on my end, my, passion and why to keep going like being around other people that do it because like you said it is difficult because not a lot of time you have you're around other creators you know it's a lot of self motivation and you know you're only cap like you think about nine to fives you have kpis of like hitting sales targets or you know achieving certain uh social yeah. metrics with us it's all just like how many views how many followers how many this how many that right like so it's hard when Let's say you get a bad week of views or engagement or stuff like that. It hurts the confidence where you're like, do I still have it? Can I do this? Can I do it? So there is oh, a lot of yeah. self-reassurance and motivation that's needed in this space that, uh, you know, in a corporation or working with a bunch of other people, you may not necessarily feel that kind of internal pressure. Yeah, but I would say, man, like working like the corporate lifestyle, there's also so much stress with that too. Like um, having to respond to like a boss, like there's a lot of things that, um, like I got so much anxiety from it. Like I actually couldn't work a corporate job. Like I literally got so much anxiety. I started getting panic attacks at this office, bro. Like 
my whole body was like, I actually can't even deal with this. Like I was just doing something I didn't want to do. Um, the boss was just not giving me the time of day and like just the disrespect, like in, like as a, someone that's a new employee to like an office setting, bro, I couldn't deal with it. I was like, this is insanity. Like these people all are just go like, just don't like everyone's just always talking shit about other people in the office, bro. I couldn't even deal with it, bro. I was like, this is just too much. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, yeah. And I was like, yo, I can't do this. I, I literally had to like quit. Cause I was like, yo, this isn't like, this isn't me. And you remember that I was working at that accounting oh, office, yeah. bro. I was like, bro, this is, I switched my major. When you, wanted, when you wanted to be chippy, the accountant. Yeah. Oh, chippy, the accountant. Insanity, bro. I couldn't even believe that. Like, just imagine just that. They're just like, now like, just like two years, three years later, like just what the heck, bro. Like it's just life doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah, actually, if doesn't make sense. If bro. Accountant Chippy met Coach Chippy. You know what would Accountant Chippy be like, bro? Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, like I've just created this character that's like so like not serious, and I was like that was complete opposite of the serious taxes. Like, it's just hilarious, kind of. It's kind yeah, of a joke. Taxes, like, yeah. it's like this is just comedy. I was like, let me just like kind of try to find some light in whatever this you know life is and bro i was taking it way too serious before i was working in an accounting job like ah just couldn't just wasn't just wasn't it wasn't it i want to be in a i want to be in a van making music and buzzing around i don't want to be doing corporate tax return for law laws no thanks hey whoa. Well, shout out to anyone that does Name that dropping shout out law plus i don't even Oh yeah, I don't know. I I was I was doing like Sobeys tax returns, and I didn't even know how to do my own personal tax return. So Whoa. I don't know what they were thinking, bringing me in doing that. But yeah, corporate chippy wasn't not uh, was not too successful. That wasn't a successful venture for Chip. I had to get out of there as quickly as possible. But yeah, that was it's kind of funny because yeah, I learned a lot from that. Um, yeah, that was a big that was a big learning learning period for me. The self um, reflection and I was like, all right, what is it that I like? So market, I went into marketing, switched to marketing major year four. Yeah. Cruised, cruised. Year four was really cruising. You're on cruise control. Well, I, I think, think I school in lockdown was just cruise control, regardless, because like all your classes are like even kind of like what you said earlier about your meetings. Everything's online. You're not really interacting with people outside of your house. You have projects where you don't even meet people, presentations that are virtual. Like it's hard to really learn and kind of take stuff in when it's just kind of okay, I just need to finish this project and then I graduate. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It was complete just let's get through this and let's try to figure out maybe after what I want to do. So like I ended up finishing a four year business degree and then I went and framed houses for four months. Like I went complete did something completely different than what I went to school for so I was four years going to school for business and then I come out and I was like bro I actually can't do that corporate stuff I ended up getting a job framing I was probably the best job I ever had bro like when I say that's hard work and I don't think there's anything more difficult than framing like that is insanity you're climbing wall you're literally building a house bro like we were putting the roof on like we were on a 12 pitch roof saved saved a guy's life he was sliding off like it, framing is a different beast you you're there nine hours 
and you like your legs. I remember my legs the first week. I'm like just standing, just standing for nine hours, bro. You have your belt oh, yeah. on, the hammers banging off your knee. You're bruised, sawdust in your eye. Wasn't wearing gloves. Yeah, that was definitely a much needed time for me. Like just to like forget about everything and just like, all right, you're showing up. Like you have a saw in your hand. You need to be focused and you need to be alert and you cannot be thinking about anything but where you're at because you're on top of a two-story building right now um, without your proper safety gear because the guy you're working with doesn't really care about that. So it was uh, it was fun. It was four months. We banged up some houses and um, grateful for that opportunity for sure. And then I, and that's when I kind of started expanding, all right? Maybe I don't want to frame houses for the rest of my life because my body just simply cannot handle it. <laughs> so I started, and that one was like, all right, that was my entrepreneur mind started to come out and started to focus on different ventures, you know, learn you like, Google ads, started learning, try yeah. to like understand TikTok. And yeah, it was just a, it was just a self-discovery. Like what I saw online, I saw like a lot of people, you know, watch a lot of YouTube videos, making money online. Like how can I somehow like travel the world and, maybe be able to bring an income in. So what was it like? I was like, let me start an agency, an ad agency. Let me start a crypto company. Let me start. Bro, yeah. There was so many things that I was like trying to figure out before, you know, it was all content. It was all content, but it wasn't necessarily like comedy, but it was kind of just like me pretending like I knew what oh, I was boy. talking about with crypto. Chips and crypto was, I didn't really even know about crypto. I started learning about it and then acting like I knew about it um, as I learned, but. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Just a funny time of just like complete just trial and error. Figure out, see what sticks. I mean, I was doing like psychology videos. It was it was it was funny, but every day it was it was a new video every day, whether it was a snowboard video, crypto video. Um and then once I did that hockey video, I have not missed a day since that first chippy video, which is like pretty crazy to say. That's like two that years is- ago now. It's insane. It's consistency, consistency, um, and just and and just throwing stuff at a wall. It's really just like throw it and see if it sticks. If it doesn't stick, try again, and something will end up sticking. But you got to find find out what what you like to do, Um, and then that's kind of. I remember having this conversation with you. I was like, bro, you just need to do it every day. Like you started making videos, but it would be like once every week. I'm like, bro, like you got to do this every day. Like you got to figure out. And just to see your consistency and um, your progression has been pretty dope to be able to now like full time, like making content, working with a company. Um, it's that's pretty dope, dope, dude. That's dope. Like, cause that's, that, that's it. Like you, you found something that you enjoyed and you like sports and you're funny, comedy, energy. It's really all energy with this stuff. It's like getting your energy in the right place and, and flowing. I took the mic over today. I'm talking, I'm talking a lot. I'm listening. I mean, you're no, dropping, dropping gems here. But yeah, no, that's a cool. Uh, it's cool to see how far we've both come in. What two years, two and a half years, and now what twenty four? I don't know if you've ever given your age before, but I guess it's revealed here. Twenty four, so yeah, much 24. left, so much ahead. Who knows? Twenty four. There's so much more. Bars. Twenty four with more in store. Yeah, continue that's a, the that's a Young bar. Twenty four, and there's so much more. Oh, live alone in the paradise makes me think of you. We gotta Love do a compilation of you singing on the show. 
Yeah, Tate McRae, Neil Young. We got, we got, we got a nice catalog here. Someone will make a nice edit about that. Yeah, I definitely want to do some more stuff with you, like more like funny like sketches where it's like, yeah, they all bang every time we do it. The like in the the moment stuff though, like no editing, like just like, like funny povs, like sorry. Like this, like this style, or like skits? You mean no, like skits, like skits where we're like, oh, I see, I see, I see. The Raptors game and like something like when you're at the Raptors game and someone's like getting in a fight behind you, like just like filming more like stuff that's like in real time, like actually like happening. It's, yeah, it's actually happening. It's like POV, like like that dad one when it was like mm-hmm. took taking his kid to the game, like just like that in real life like skits. I definitely want to do more of like no editing, just like straight like jokes videos where it's like you and your buddy are at like a table like you're at like a dinner and who's going to pick up the bill you know it's like just that funny like who picked up the bill last last dinner who picked like oh i got i got this one who got the next one yeah oh uh guys i got the next one or or you got the last two like yeah like that'd be funny because that happens at every table are we splitting it i i i i think splitting the bill is so immature at this point like it's no, you, someone pick up the bill, man. Like, I feel like that's where we're at. Like, if you're like 24 plus, is that bad? Like, say, like, well, no, it, it depends. Like, if you guys one bill it, one bill it, man. Like, if like if you like have like guy three guys going more. out for dinner, okay, if it's like six or more, yeah, whatever. But like, yeah, if there's like four guys, like, someone big dog and pick the bill up, it's gonna come back to you in abundance. Like, it's not, oh, we're going to split the bill. Like, you're making it hard on the, the waitress. Like, like if you can afford it, like, yo, Do someone pick, pick up the bill. Like, because it's going to come back to you. Next time you go out, it's going to, someone else is going to pick it up. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on. Like, no splitting the bill. I don't, you got to, you got to, you got to pick the bill up. You got to pick it up for sure. Like, how do you feel about that? I guess it depends. Like, like, let's say like, Okay, you don't drink. Let's say everyone goes out, gets like three, four beers. Are you picking up that bill, even though you know you didn't touch those beers? Yeah, you'll buy the first round. Like if I don't drink, I'll like you, you know, I'll see like I'll buy the first round. But like two, three, four rounds. Are you? No, you buy one round. Everyone picks up a round. Like yeah, everyone. Yeah, like I'll grab a round. Like yeah, I guess it depends on the setting. Like like let's say some guys hungry. Like if you invite someone out or like. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's a, I guess it just depends on the relationship with the people you're going out with. Like, like if it's your yeah, best buddies, like, place. bro, pick, the, pick, up, pick up the bill for your buddy, and he'll pick it up next time. Like, let's not split. Like, if you go out with one person, it's you and your buddy, pick the bill up for your buddy. Because next time you go out, they'll pick it up for you. But none of this, we're splitting the bill when there's two people at a table. Like, if it's you and your buddy, please be the big dog and pick the bill up. Because... We're not doing this split the bill crap. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, how do you feel about that? If it's you and another person. No, I, I, I get it. Like, it, even it, if you, it depends. It's, it's not like if it's like a, yeah, no, just, just pick it up. Even if you're going to like yeah. a drive through at Tim's, like, no, like if you're getting a bagel and a sandwich, that's, yeah, that's, I got you. But like, if it's every time, like it depends on if it's like every time or not. Like, I think it's really situational. Yeah, you can't do more than two in a row because then it's like, all right, boys, am I the only one doing this or what? Yeah, no. Well, the other guy, if he's your good buddy, you should know, okay, yeah, I got you this time. Like, 
It depends on if it's like on the bid. It also, but also depends if it's on the bids. Like if you're like kind of like around someone and like a lot of stuff that we do, it's like you guys are with me on these like business trips. So it's like, all right, right. expense. This is a write off. This is a write off. So it's yeah, it's like an expense. Well, in that and, case, I'll order another beer. I'll order another dessert. You know, <laughs> like it's a write-off. exactly. Yeah, it's a business dinner. We're talking business. So yeah, cool. yeah. There's definitely that. There's that aspect that I'm learning too of like owning your own business and the benefits of that. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in school about, um, that kind of stuff. So I'm still learning. Um, I've recently set up my corporation, so, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff involved with that accountants, bookkeepers, full circle, tax write-offs. Uh, it's definitely full circle. Yeah. All coming yeah, around. So, yeah. It's like, I, so it's good that I've like kind of learned about like what all this stuff is like not like so new to it. Like I understand what an expense is and uh, cause I did accounting, right? Cause I'm such an accounting genius Prince, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm just not where I want to be yet. You know, when I'm 24, so there's still a lot no of, one is. A lot of, yeah, a lot no of stuff I want to keep improving upon. And I think that's dope about being in your twenties. Like you're just kind of trying to learn. Um, it's also nice knowing that you're not, you haven't plateaued or peaked yet. There's still a lot more in you to give to the world. So yeah, it's been cool having a little bit of success and some of it, some of it working out and it kind of, I think for the most part, it just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for. It kind of um, solidifies or solidifies where you're going or like kind of gives you a little bit of direction. Uh, Direction, yeah, no. it kind of solidifies your direction. Okay. Like having a little bit of success, like kind of like, all right, this it. I forget what it like the word I'm trying to find here. It. I get, I get what you're. I get what you're. Reassurance, kind of reassurance. There it is. Yeah, like reassurance of like, all right, this is kind of the direction. This is where we're going. It's been the. It's it's successful right now. Like, how can we make this more successful? Like, instead of like, all right, still shooting arrows at the wall trying to find one to stick like one st- like one stuck and it's like all right now how can we expand off this idea and like continue to develop and grow it um but at the beginning nothing was sticking it was hit hit yeah. hit Ch- trying to find it but something stuck so yeah what time is it hour an hour pod it's been it's been an hour and i don't know how to segue into something much more less or much less serious but i'm gonna do it anyways if you'll indulge me for a second here um there's a reason i wore this shirt today um all-star weekend was probably crazy a lot of news going on outside of the nhl um the rock came back to wrestling again i know we talked about a few weeks ago but this time he's back in the main event of wrestlemania against his cousin who's been the champ for four years, all right? Think about the biggest star in the world is coming back to the Super Bowl of wrestling. Would you believe people are pissed off about this? People are upset. In fact, Why are they are upset? So They're up- just like done with seeing this guy? Well, because the main guy, like if, if, if you watch every week, there's a guy they've been pushing. His name's Cody Rhodes. And like he's been the guy, top guy for the year. He was in the main event last year and he lost. So they've been building him up for a year for this rematch. And he won the Royal Rumble. So he's like, everyone thought, okay, this is the match. He's going to face the champion, Roman Reigns. He's going to beat him, and he's going to be the guy. 
And they said, no, we're putting, we're bringing in the rock and people are pissed that they're bringing in the rock, which to me makes no sense. I don't get it. In fact, they just give the rock a big, big contract or what? Yeah, he came in. He, so he's now on the board of directors. So he's like part owner and everything. And people just are so angry. So his name's Cody Rhodes. Hashtag we want Cody was trending for three days straight. And I couldn't understand. So I made a video. I made a TikTok. I said, why are people so upset that The Rock's coming in? I don't understand it. At the time of recording, 150 comments of people telling me I'm an idiot. F you. F The Rock. F 150 comments. So I'll make a skit. You know, it's funny. Maybe three, four people comment. Shout out you. Shout out Taryn. Nikki, you guys know who you are. You always comment. But I do this video, and I don't even talk about wrestling that much on my on my accounts, about why people are so upset. And 150 people took time out of their day to come on and argue with me and tell me I'm wrong. So I don't know what's going Insanity. on. Insanity. Insanity, Prince. Like, imagine being back, pissed, baby. The Rock's <laughs> back, baby. Why is anyone pissed? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you remember? He, was, he fought John Cena. We talked about that. He's been in Hollywood. He's huge. Exactly. People were pissed. I don't know why. I'm excited. It's it's The Rock, for God's sake. And he's facing... Like, people have wanted to see The Rock come back for, like, since he last came back. So, like, 10 years. Is The Rock coming back? No. Is The Rock coming back? No. Is The Rock coming back? No. He's coming back. Okay, now we don't want to see it. What? Huh? Am I missing something here? I see. I... I have never watched wrestling, so I don't know the details and why people would be pissed or not. But I know Rock was a GOAT. I saw him and John Cena going at it there when he was reading his script there or whatever. It got a little nasty, but yeah, um, it's interesting. It's interesting stuff. You were always into the wrestling heart. Like, you, like I'd be living oh, yeah. at uh, university and Prince is – we're playing like Rocket League and Prince is back there watching his – WWE like Prince was always fired up to watch the WWE. Um, I love. I, I never I really love understood it. it. I never understood because like, like you know it's fake, but like you're 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 locked into the story. Like what's so, like yeah, it's, what, it's like, the story understand. and like it's the story and the ability for the people in the ring to make you suspend disbelief. So I'd attribute the same thing as like watching like The Bachelor. Or watching any sort of reality show where, like, you know, it's all predetermined and scripted, but for the time you're watching, you're able to suspend your disbelief and just be absolutely absolved in the story. And with this, there's okay. fighting, right? Like, guys are going through tables, hitting each other with chairs. So it's like, it's very archaic. Like, I got into it as a kid, got out of it, and came back. Like, I think a lot of people like don't it. come back. I like I came it. Back. We watched together to be a before. UFC analyst. Or not. I think you need to be a WWE like character, like Prince. Me? You should be like a reporter. Yeah, you should be like, be you should cool. be like a WWE like. Yeah, you should be, bro. Like Prince is a cool. WWE star. I need like, to uh, put like on some reporter, muscle first. Like, I just need to get bigger. But I think I could do it. I think well, I could. Cut could a I mean, promo. you could be. A, like, I'm not in the ring. I'm not saying like in the ring. I think like you're like a like maybe the guy outside the ring that's like I don't know like interviewing them at backstage or something like that you know what yeah. i'm saying like you I were reporting on it you were doing like twitter stuff weren't you oh yeah huda prior to prince huda there was huda 316 i wanted to be a uh wrestling blogger and i wrote for a site and uh 
I was in, into it deep, and then I just kind of lost the uh, not the writing touch. Like I just kind of got bored of writing, and that's when I started doing uh, videos. But yeah, no, there was a time where I was like, "Yo, Huda three sixteen, I was gonna be the guy." And, yeah, I love this stuff. So when the, when I get comments of people saying, "Oh," You clearly don't watch if you think this is the if you if you're happy about the rock, you clearly don't watch. I watch. I watch everything. Okay, I don't miss shows. Yeah, Prince. When people want to sit there and this guy's telling me, yeah, you can add chippy. I'm watching, you know, during other things going on in the room. I'm just locked in to Raw or SmackDown or yeah, it's no joke. So Prince is writing Thank blogs you. and stuff. So if you think Thank you're watching more UFC or more WWE than Prince, you're absolutely wrong. Have you wrote a blog? Have you wrote a blog for WWE? Probably not. So don't ever no. question Prince's ability to watch a WWE match because he watches every single one, and he's even writing paragraphs about it. So don't act yeah. like you know more than Prince about WWE. Yeah, like How's if that? you think I had to defend it there. The, no, I love it. If if you think the biggest celebrity in the world and one of the greatest wrestlers of all time coming back to main event the biggest show of the year is a bad thing. I don't know what to say. I, I I don't know how to explain it more than yeah, what I just exactly. said. I agree. You know what I mean? I Hair's agree. all over the place. I What's agree. going on? What's going on? I I'm sorry. Flow. I just have to get flow. that off my chest. It's been eating at me since this post went up. And I knew once we had this opportunity to record, I just let it out of my system. And I did there. So to the IWC Beautiful. internet wrestling community, suck on that. We got, uh, we got, we got Super Bowl coming up as well. Yeah. What are we like? What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Like, is there any like plans? Like, I'm looking at the group chat right now. I don't know. Group uh, chat's pretty. I'm down to watch together. Last year, um, last year was the best, one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen, and it was the Chiefs. So, you know, I'm I'm down to watch whatever. I think it'll be a great game. Patrick Mahomes. Would you believe that the Chiefs are an underdog still, and a lot of people think the Niners are going to beat them? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Plus money on the Chiefs. It's crazy. They did yeah. all the Taylor oh, Swift yeah. um, uh, travel stuff. She's going to be there. Usher halftime. Like, it's going to be nuts. I know. What are we doing? What are we doing for? Let's, let, well, let's link or? up. Yeah, we'll, we'll link. I'll, I'll, I know. Where I'll are we host watching the Super this? Bowl party. I'll host the Super Bowl party. Yeah, like, I guess I I'm saying like, that on the air. I need some homemade chili and stuff like that. Like, are you going to hook it chili. up with the chili? Like, I can, what are you talking I about? It's a Super Bowl. Chili. Yeah, okay. I, I've never made chili before, but I can try. Nachos, That's what you're... Like, no, but like, yeah, you're, yeah, get... like, you're going to host this I've thing. Hosted I need Super you Bowl making some chili. Before. Yeah, I'll do it. I've hosted some Super Bowl parties in my day, so I wouldn't mind throwing another one up. Maybe we could go live. Yeah, live like if, live stream. If we're going to your crib, like some nachos. Like, Let's do it. Let's I guess all the listeners like, are invited too. I'll bring, I'll bring a plate over. I'll bring like a... Whatever you need me to bring, I'll bring some stuff. But yeah, like right. let's about to be thrown in the chat. Oh, here, like yeah. So I guess to anyone listening like, to the podcast, some... oh, sorry, come come pull up the prince's place. Yeah, just DM me for the Addy if you're in the uh, GTA for the Prince Huda Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get party. down Super Bowl fest. Oh, yeah, so you you stick it with the that I am starving, it? Prince. Starving, Prince. Um, yeah, we'll 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 wrap here, but just to lock it in, you said Chiefs a few weeks ago. Are you sticking with the Chiefs? Are you on San Francisco? I'm sticking like? with the Chiefs. I'm sticking with the all Chiefs. Right. All right, I'm gonna join you on that boat. I've been going back and forth all week. I gotta go Kansas City. I gotta go Kansas City here. So 
KC, baby. KC, you already Plus know. Money. Lock it in. We know it. Locked. Locked. He's been there well, before, baby. He's been he's been there before. Been there before. We'll be there again. And we'll be back next week. A little bit late this week. We appreciate the patience, but we had a banger episode today, I'd like to think. All-Star Weekend recap. Yes. Philosophy of Coach Chippy. Uh, probably the most passionate I've ever been on this show about uh, getting called into a uh, question about my wrestling acumen, a little Super Bowl preview. I mean, what else do you want from the two of us? Chippy, I appreciate you coming on. To the listeners, the watchers, subscribers, yeah. I appreciate you all. You want to you send them home happy today? Don't think, just flow, nice baby. We'll see you next week. See you next week, baby.